Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. SummerSlam week continues. It rolls on. It's SummerSlam slash Phil Brooks week because, of course, I'll be honest with you, probably bigger than SummerSlam. Look, SummerSlam happens every year. That is something that we can count on. What, we, what doesn't happen every year. Institution. What doesn't happen every year is CM Punk coming back. And he's going to be coming back to AEW this Friday. We're going to be watching live when it happens on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Then we're going to be talking about it afterwards. Uh, we're going to be talking about SmackDown after that. So very exciting times in wrestling right now. We're going to be live a lot here at the Twitch. And, of course, all of our recaps and whatnot are going to be up there on the YouTube. If you're watching us on the YouTube right now, do us a favor. Hit that like button, that thumbs up right there. Hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment down below. What did you think of tonight's Dynamite? Larson, what did you think about tonight's Dynamite? I thought it was a really good first hour of some good action, some good matches, some good story developments. Uh, I thought everything with the elite was great. Second hour, plagued by too much talking. Just too much talking. It, like the first hour was really well paced because you had your three matches. You had the, the talky bits in between. Uh, they even interrupted a talky bit. It's supposed to be a mox. Uh, Eddie promo opened the show. Instead, we got an attack, which led directly to a match. It's just something that I've realized of late. If there's too much talking, I feel like the momentum of the show comes to a screeching halt and just the pacing feels off and it makes the show feel longer. I will say this. Hold on, let me get this one thought out real, real quick. Okay? Please do, please do, please do. And part of that for me just might be it's more labor intensive to take notes on promos than it is for matches because I'm here trying to get, you know, I'm not trying to get exactly word for word 
what people are saying, but I want to get, you know, most of it. So I really have to concentrate and my fingers have to work real fast to do that. And it feels like I'm, I, I, you know, this is like more involved than sitting in a match. I just sit and watch, enjoy it. Something noteworthy happens or a huge story beat. I make note of it. Otherwise I go back to watching it. So I mean, it's a, it's a different experience for you and I, cause we have to sit and take notes. Um, that other people might not have to deal with just sitting and watching the show. So that's one caveat as far as me saying talk too much talking stuff is, is I'm kind of getting tired of that. In wrestling. Dude, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm not even sure it has to do necessarily with our job. I think that like I, my thing is, I was going to say this, there's one caveat with AEW. I do feel at least when they do talking stuff, it always advances something. So you take a look at the second hour. I did think the second hour was weaker than the first hour because I thought it was a, like a, a killer first hour. Mm-hmm. It's hard to follow that up. But then in the second hour, you're setting up, admittedly, a weak match for All Out. No offense to, yeah, no more Big Show, yes, the giant Paul White. No offense to him. I think he's great. QT Marshall is um, beneath him. He should not. I'm all for the big shot. I'm all for giant fighting it all out. I think that's fine. I think it's great. It's a big match. It's a big. It's a big uh, show, rather. It's so to, sp- so to speak. I know I, that was not intentional. Um, it's a big deal. Uh, but like QT Marshall's not the thing. Uh, and so you got him coming out, and it's kind of a weak segment. Um, but then, but I mean, at least it advances a match. And then Jade Cargill. Calls out her next opponent. Solid. Kira Hogan. Yeah, that was good. Uh, the next one, the Super Elite. I mean, I know I'm running down the show, but I'm just giving you some examples here. Super Elite, find out who the Young Bucks' next opponent's going to be. Contrast that. See, I'm okay with that because am, they're because, advancing stuff. No, I understand that. But, like, uh, for example, the Paul White QT bit. I mean, he could have had that on Dark. Yeah, I don't, disagree, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Like the Taz bit with Brian Cage, that was a huge nothing. That was unnecessary. I'll, yeah, I stopped there because you're totally right. That's unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. Like the death triangle. Like here's the thing. None of these outside of the, the Paul White QT segment, none of them were terribly long. None mm. of them overstayed their welcome. But it's just like it's literally talking bits. <laughs> so you get you get a Brit interview. You get a Matt Hardy promo. You get a Paul White interview. Where QT yeah. interrupts, you get the yeah. the Jade Cargill Mark Sterling bit. You get the Elite interview. You get a Taz promo. You get a Death Triangle interview. You have seven segments in a row. That's all talking. Yeah, that's too many in a row. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, look. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. And then you have a match. Uh, you have Penelope yeah. Ford versus Thunder Rosa. Then you have three more talky bits. You have the Brock mm-hmm. and Arn Anderson interview. You have the little Miro thing and the Moxie's promo. Individually, none of them are terribly long. And yes, they all advance something. And yeah. then you have the main event. There's just too much talking in the main event. Yeah. Right? Wrestling's at its best, in my opinion, when you could tell stories in the ring. You know? Yeah. And that's something yeah. AEW typically does really, really, really well. And so when they kind of yeah. just like, well, we just do a talky bit to advance story rather than try to tell a story in the ring. It's just, yeah, it's fine. Because, yeah. yeah, advanced yeah. stuff. But just... I'd, so used to seeing them do so such a good job advancing stories in the ring and then they just rely on talking bits. I'm kind of like, eh, all right. Yeah. It okay. doesn't bother. I'll be honest. It doesn't bother me all much. I like my, my, my pet peeve is just when they, when, uh, you know, and this typically happens in the Federation when they do an interview and they just reiterate something like oh, that's yeah, totally, my pet. Totally, peeve. totally. But, uh, but with, with AEW, they keep it really short and, uh, and, 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 and advances stuff. It's, it's there for a specific plot reason. I'm cool with it. Um, but, uh, but I feel you six in a row is kind of a lot. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, let's talk about the main event. Cause I saw some people crowing about the main event on the internet. The fifth labor of Jericho is Jericho versus MJF with a stipulation. No Judas effect music, yeah, yeah. no Judas effect move. Yeah. Uh, so Jericho endeavored to use things like, uh, the, the lion salt, the walls of Jericho, uh, lion tamer. Uh, that stuff to uh, take out MJF. And in the end, MJF uh, uh, used Judas effect on Jericho. Jericho had an opportunity with the refs back turned. He had an opportunity. He stopped himself Mm -hmm. and that allowed MJF to then uh, uh, take advantage, get him in a submission. And for God, I don't know the first time and I don't know how long Jericho ends up tapping out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I'll be honest with you. I think it's my suspicion. I could be totally wrong about this. It's my suspicion that they're going to run this back as a proper match at All Out because the stipulation nature of this is Jericho is, you know, he's got basically one arm tied behind his back, so to speak, because his power move is now out of the out of the game. I suspect Jericho is going to appeal to MJF's pride and say, yeah, okay, so you put me through all these obstacles, but you couldn't really beat me at my fullest. And MJF is then going to be like, well, yeah, okay. And uh, Jericho will poke and prod at him. It'll probably be pretty easy. Uh, and then and then they'll set the match up for All Out. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Yeah, I actually really appreciated the story that was told in the ring tonight in the main event. Jericho, the face now, trying to beat MJF at his own stipulations on his terms. And uh, and so he didn't take advantage of the fact the ref's back was turned. He didn't use Judas Effect. And that ended up costing him the match, mm-hmm. but he wins on the moral ground because it's like, hey, you know what? I could have beat him if I could use Judas Effect because it was there for me. So in a straight-up match, I could totally beat you. What are your thoughts on that main event? Um, I, I agree with all you said. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I was kind of expecting to for Jericho to actually, during some sort of referee distraction or ref bump, to hit Judas Effect and get the win that way, and therefore MJF could throw the tape say, you cheated, you should have lost, I get another match, and it all out, on the larger stage, on pay-per-view, at arguably AEW's WrestleMania, he gets the win against Jericho to kind of put the, 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 the you know, the punctuation at the end of this pinnacle uh, inner circle feud, even though it doesn't seem like it's quite over yet, given that we still need to have another match between Santana and Ortiz and FTR. They could do something like this. Since Jericho has been destroyed more or less for the last five weeks, he's still selling arm that he hurt back at Blood and Guts. Maybe Jericho takes some time off to recuperate, and then he can come back and say, "All right, I tried to play play this play this you know beat you at your own game, you know beat you on your terms, and I tried to do that, I failed. Now I'm a hundred percent. Now let's throw down one on one, and we'll see what happens." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, I I noticed some people in the chat, so I'll just address this now. People are saying, well, he used a bat. Yeah, but here's the thing. That wasn't part of the stipulation. MJF didn't say, you can't beat me uh, without using some some standard Jericho tropes in matches, which is included Floyd. Um, He didn't say that wasn't the deal. The deal was, here's my stipulation. No Judas music, no Judas effect. And so using the bat wasn't, wasn't within that. Yeah. Like he's not you're if MJF pointed up at the screen the next week and said, well, you used a bat. Well, you didn't say I couldn't. Yeah. If given the opportunity, you didn't say I couldn't do what mm-hmm. we typically do as wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And Jericho's mm-hmm. been both sides of the heel face spectrum. Mm-hmm. So it's it. He would still have the moral high ground because, hey, look, I still beat you. If had he won this match. Yeah, I still beat you. I found a different way to do it. Um, and, and MJF wouldn't have had a leg to stand on in that case. That, that's how I'm interpreting that. Um, and I think it's probably the story they were trying to tell. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I liked how he was about to go for the juice effect and he caught himself. I thought it was a real, I, I personally thought it was a really good performance. I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. We'll, we'll find out. I assume we'll find out next week how that's going to go. Something tells me Jericho's, you know, for every time that you and I think Jericho's going to take, I'll believe Jericho's going to take a break when I see it. Because every time we're like, man, he's got to take a break now, right? It, it never happens. Like, you know, we thought after Blood and Guts, what was he gone for like a week, I think? And yeah, then he came back two, the next yeah. week. With the bubbly bath, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to check to see if, uh, uh, that's not the name of the band. I was looking for Fozzie tour dates, and I put Judas tour dates in there. So let me do yeah. it again. He's uh, not part of as much as he'd see. want to be Judas Priest. Uh, well, that's 2022. So they got some tour dates coming up. Is this 2021? Yeah, starting in uh, next month. Yeah, okay. All right. Like when in September? So I'm assuming these are the 2021 dates. It doesn't really say. It just has dates. 
so September 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 6th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th. Um, I don't know what day of the week those are. Let me see if those are up to date. Uh, Beans from the East says, I think Fozzie's here in Baltimore on the 11th. Then they would be up to date then. Then these are accurate, yeah. No, well, there you go. Well, the fifth is uh, conspicuously missing there. Yes. Um, I was, so, yeah. was going to double check and see if there's any Wednesdays on the on their tour docket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday the first, no. The eighth, no. The fifteenth, no. The twenty second, no. The 29th, no. So at least for September, he uh, he has his Wednesdays free. Well, there you go. Maybe he booked his tour around where AEW is going to be. I don't know. No, that wouldn't shock me. He has been he has been around. Like it's not yeah. like Jericho has been a missing presence uh, on AEW. Um, like Cody comes and goes, but Jericho seems to be there quite a bit. So, for example, the September eighth Dynamite, I think, it's in Cincinnati. The day before, they're in Wisconsin, and the day after, they're in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and then twenty seconds in New York. All right, all right. We don't need to know He's got the Fozzie's whole, whole open, schedule. So. All right. I think that they're probably going to do an all-out match. It seems probably, it makes probably. sense they do an all-out match. Um, and then uh, let's see here. I don't know. Yeah, I thought that opening match was Well, let's just get into it. Yeah, let's just dive, let's into, dive it. into it. So the show opened up. It was supposed to open up with the John Moxley, Eddie Kingston promo. They're making their way through the crowd to the ring, and they get attacked by 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. So they're brawling all through the crowd. Uh, they eventually make their way down to the ring. Matt Lee grabs a mic. Uh, it says uh, they just took out Sting, or sorry, Sting and Darby Allen. We just took out your boys, and now you got nothing. If you want a taste, why don't you come get it right here, right now? Bring a ref out here. You want a taste? So, uh, yeah, Sting comes out. Darby attacks from behind. They battle up to, like, a lobby area up through the crowd. Uh, Garcia, Danny Garcia comes out. He helps out. Uh, <laughs> when Darby Allen got launched... Up into like that that roof like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 area uh, that looked gnarly. That looked really gnarly, and I did see a little bit of blood on his face later on. And I wonder if it was from that because man, he got launched. Yeah. So, anyways, two point and Garcia beat up on Sting. They start going down. Darby uh, walks down sort of the handrail, the concrete mm-hmm. handrail there, launches himself onto the whole group. Eddie Kingston comes down to help even the odds. Two point oh have Sting in the in the ring and uh blast him powerbomb him through a table oh, that was this great. dude gets right back up sting got right back up then hit a double scorpion death drop on 2.0 and put them stacked them put him in a double death lock i love that match i thought and then they tap out i thought that was absolutely spectacular was stuff i thought it was a ton of fun sting still looks like he's in absolutely great shape. What a yeah. uh, they, they were making. They were uh, going over the point ad nauseum that this is uh, Sting's first match on TNT. You know, uh, since uh, the, the final oh, Nitro the last Nitro against Ric Flair. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, he, he looked he looked great, and I he thought did. this was a really fun. Yeah, that match. that table spot was tons of fun. I was not expecting mm-hmm. him to no sell and get up and start banging on his chest. It was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Yeah. Uh, after that, we we go to uh, Sammy Guevara before the show, uh, proposed to his girlfriend Pam. So they evidently are now I called this happening. Some people had p- pointed out that I I had said this on a show at some point. I don't know. So good job, me. Way I guess to go. So. Yeah, I I'm awesome. So. I guess so. Uh, let me get a Sean Spears Tully promo before Sean Spears match with Sammy. Uh, he uh, he says it must be Slim Pickens here in Houston. But congratulations nonetheless. This is when you're in Pinnacle. Yeah. I know. You're always on top. So he's going to make Pam a member for Pinnacle of Pinnacle for one night only. And for one night only, he'll let her be on top. Oh, wow. Ooh. Woo. Uh, <laughs> Rick Flair on a train. Uh, <laughs> after that, we had uh, that match, uh, Sean Spears versus Sammy Guevara. It was a lot of fun, too. It's amazing. I say this all the time. It's amazing to see 
the confidence with which Sammy Guevara is performing these days as opposed to what he was doing even on the, the, the first Dynamite, even a, a year ago. It's something to behold to see someone grow so much over the course of the last year and a half or two years. It's it's pretty great. It's awesome to see Sean Spears doing something that he's clearly invested in. You know, it's like, does the dude get, is he going to have a match at all out? No. Uh, is he like, you know, super feature all the time? No. But for being in a faction, he's got his thing. He's got his feud. And uh, and I think it's awesome for him. I think I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brawl a lot before the bell. Spear sort of gets the upper hand on that one. the The bell finally rings. The ref ejects Tully, but not after not <laughs> after just, a lot of protesting from Tully. He just didn't get the upper hand. He had Tully uh, hit a pile driver on the floor on Sammy. I sort of undersold that, huh? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're totally right. Yeah, the, yeah. Sammy was Sammy, pretty messed up. Sammy launched himself off the stage onto Spears before that was pretty great. <laughs> yeah yeah it was great. yeah that was that was like full speed right there yeah uh this is a really really fun really physical match mm-hmm. uh sammy put spears through a barricade that's sort of draped between the apron and the other barricade with the dvd uh in the uh, in the end sammy hits a 630 and everybody's like oh that's it that's yeah. the match including myself but then yeah. spears kicks out of that i wrote that down too he wins with yeah. 630 didn't happen though right yeah uh, and then uh, Sammy gets him back. Or uh, sorry, Sammy hits a bunch of knee strikes, and then a GTH. Yeah, how many people are going to be doing variations on the GTS with old Phil coming back, man? Um, I'm guessing Sammy's still going to do it. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> he did it tonight. He's yeah, he did he's uh, marking his territory. Well, everybody's is trying to stake their claim to be Phil's first match, probably. That's probably what it is. Yeah, because now yeah. you're thinking, oh, he just did the he just did the thing. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, this has been Sammy's finisher for a while. This isn't a new thing. So True, true. Uh after that, Steve's favorite wrestler, Christian Cage, was supposed to have an interview instead. Don Callis steps in. And yes. he was like, Oh, Christian, last time I saw you, oh, what was it, twenty some years ago? I gave you your start in this business. He's totally forgetting what happened on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like, yeah. Hey, good job pulling a rabbit out of your hat and win those impact titles. Uh, you'll get to take on the wrestling god all out and finally get that five-star match. Callus uh, says, nothing has changed. I'm still on top of the wrestling business. You're still having matches. So uh, Christian cuts him off. What? Like, I know I'm supposed to be the anti-Christian guy, right? But th- what do you mean just having matches? He just won the Impact title. Yeah, I, 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 it's a slight going back to the no five-star match thing. That's what it is. Because I think if you read wrestlers on Twitter, everybody respects the hell out of Christian for being a pro's pro being really smooth in the ring, you know? Yeah. I think this is all kind of wrapped anyways, wrapped up together. Uh, so anyways, Christian cuts him off, says I'm in Kenny's head. I took the impact title all out. Kenny knows I'm taking the AEW title. Christian says, you're right though, Don, some things never change. You still think you're the smartest guy in the room, but you're just a carny piece of shit. Oof. After that, we had a nice little Dante Martin video where he says last week he pushed Kenny Omega to his limits, but next time uh, he's going to be better. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Dan Lambert comes out. <laughs> I love Dan Lambert. Immediately, he says, AEW has jumped aboard the cancel culture train and sent Archer in there to hurt Lambert. Uh, he says, uh, usually UFC fighters would not be allowed to step foot in an AEW ring. But I made one phone call to my good friend Dana White, so I brought Junior Dos Santos and Andre Arlovsky with me. Uh, he says, uh, but I'm going to tell you guys what I was telling you last time before I was interrupted. AEW is not the answer. He runs down the crowd, says, the only reason you're here is because AEW is the only other option besides sitting at home in your mom's basement looking up creepy shit on the dark web. <laughs> Which really did make me laugh. So Archer comes out. He's going to beat his ass again. But instead, he gets attacked by uh, uh, Sky and Page, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Yes, men of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that what they're called? Men yeah. of the Year? Yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I never. I rarely see those guys. Were they on Dark or Elevation? Maybe. Was Sky injured? I thought I remember it was Sky oh, injured maybe. or something. Could be. Could be. Could be. Uh, then we get a Chris Jericho promo. He says, for the past four weeks, he's endured the labors of Jericho, but he's paid the price. Yet he survived, and he's won. Tonight he gets the ultimate prize. All the blood he spilled is worth it because tonight is Jericho versus MJF one-on-one. He says, I might not have Judas the music or Judas the finishing move, 
but I've got momentum, and I've got 5,000 fans who are going to sing me to the ring. And I imagine, like, he stares at the camera like, you're going to, right? Please. Yeah. Huh? You're, please please do. Can you do that? Please. Can you guys please please, try, please try to be in sync? Please. Uh, it says MJF isn't as good as he thinks he is, and tonight Jericho is going to beat his ass. He says, I'm going to win. Tonight is Jericho up and MJF down. I thought, oh, is Sammy Callahan going to show Right? Up? I thought, I thought it was going to be Sammy. How cool would that have been? That would have been pretty neat. If MJF said, ah, fifth labor, changed my mind. You get you get the draw. You get That'd Sammy Callahan. That would have been really cool. I want to see that match, man. I want to see Sammy versus Jericho. That would yeah. be really neat. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. After that, we had Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks for the tag championships. Holy moly, this was a really fun match. That superplex on Nick from Luchasaurus' shoulders was something Ouch. new. That was, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a lot of cool stuff happened on. Good match. Kenny comes out, uh, hits Marco with a chair. They put the chair in the ring. Christian comes out to take out Kenny. They battle back to the back. Uh, the Good Brothers distract the ref on the other side of the ring. Jungle Boy hits a brain buster on Matt on the chair, which was rough looking. Yeah. Uh, Nick breaks that pin up. Well, you think, you think at that moment, sorry to interrupt, because uh, uh, you go back to, to Rampage, and now Kenny mm-hmm. lost the impact tiles. You're like, oh. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, going to oh, happen again. Symmetry and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. by this point in the match, if, if, if Jurassic Express had one right there, you would have bought into it, and mm-hmm. you would have gotten out of your seat and popped because this yeah. match was really well-paced and really well-booked. Anyway, sorry, continue. Exactly. I don't think I would have got out of my seat, but I definitely would have waved my hands I know, you have and a very said something chair, loud. So. It's very comfortable. Uh, so Jurassic Express hits Thoracic Express on Matt. Nick breaks that up. A Luchasaurus takes out everybody who's on the outside. But then the Young Bucks uh, take advantage of that by hitting BTE trigger on Jungle Boy for the win. Uh, and they come out on top. But a really furiously paced it was really match. Good. It was really, really excellent finish. I thought it was great. So after the bout, Gallows uh, and Kenny come out. Gallows has Christian over his shoulder. And then the Elite... Proceed to to beat down the faces. Uh, Kenny's really taking it to Christian. He tells Callus to kick Christian while he's at it. Callus does so, sells foot like he hurt himself doing it. Kenny follows with a one winged angel, and then covers Christian. Kenny tells Callus to, to count the pin. He does all the while. Kenny's wearing a shirt that says "Chick Magnet." Ah, I wonder what, what does that mean. That was a wrestler who yeah. has used the initials CM in his name oh, yeah. and yeah. testified yeah. in court that yep. the CM stood for, initially at least, uh-huh. Chick Magnet. Ah. That's, that's Phil. That's Phil Brooks. That's Phil. The Phil Brooks. CM Punk. Man, so let me ask you this. Yeah. It's a big brawl. Kenny hits one winged angel, one winged angel on Christian, right? Uh-huh. Callis takes a second to get down there. He counts to three. If you're Christian... 
and it's like been five, right? And you've come to, do you kick out of this? That's not even a pin or do you're just, are you just like, Oh no, I'm going to stay here. Cause if I kick out, it look kind of like an asshole. Cause it's not really a match. Exactly. What, what do you do? No, you, you just, just sit, sit there. You just, you just sit there and take it because, <laughs> because if you kick out there, but then when the match, yeah. the real match actually happens, you don't kick out. You're going to look like an asshole. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So just don't yeah. kick out. Just don't kick out. Just act like, oh, he got me so good, brother. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Britt Baker interview. Uh, she gives a nice proper introduction to Jamie Hayter. And uh, Jamie says, me and Britt go way back. And then she challenges Red Velvet to a match in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And uh, Britt says, hey, Red, you said red's not my color. I think it is. But you know it's definitely my color? Gold. Gold. And uh, you're never going to get this gold. Red Velvet, so yeah, yeah. Uh, doesn't get, is doesn't Red Velvet have to eat this loss here to uh, Jamie Hader? It certainly seems that way, which is a bummer because Red Velvet's really good. Yeah, she's good, but she's going back down the rankings. Uh, after that, we get a Matt Hardy Orange Cassidy video package. They're having a match next week. It's all to set up a match next week. Matt Hardy talks a bunch of crap about best friends, starting with Wheeler Yuta because he beat him. Uh, it says I'll beat Chuck too, and I'll beat Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy's like, hey, you want to fight me? All right, let's do it next week. And that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm, yeah. After that, yeah, we've got a Paul White interview. And uh, he gets in there with Tony. He's really super hyped about having gotten back in the ring. Choke slam solo. Uh, he says he's got a huge announcement, but he's cut off by QT Marshall, <laughs> a.k.a. Plugs. Plugs. He makes a really lame Houston. We have a problem reference. And the audience groans. It's just the most probable groan, right? So he says, we wanted to come out here and stop you from saying something you couldn't deliver on. And they they just, this was really long. They just talk shit back and forth. Uh, Big Show invites them in. Plug says, there's a reason you were hired as an announcer, not as a wrestler. Uh, uh, Giant starts to get pissed. Plugs introduces a photo of Big Show's x-rays of his hip. He's got like a million different chunks of metal in there and a giant scar in his butt. And uh, and so Big Show gets pissed. That's when he actually dubs him plugs. Uh, and then he says, but I talked to Tony Khan and it all out. I got a match with you. And I'm like, is this like a pre-show thing? Is this like some sort of like dark elevation special? Maybe. You know, in the kickoff show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Maybe. 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 Uh, next, we got Mark Sterling and Jade, Jade Cargill. Sorry. Jade this dude Cargill. talks way too goddamn much. They need to let her do the talking. I know. Like I she's know. a good, she's a good talker. Why is know. he talking so goddamn why, much? I don't like, know why they got a manager for Jade. I don't know. She didn't need yeah, it. Yeah, he, he, yeah, she doesn't need it. She doesn't need it. Like I know in kayfabe, he's booking like you know brand deals and stuff or something or getting hashtags over, but I feel like he's kind of just he's not. She's she's much more impressive when it's just her. Like this dude taking up my. He just looks like the most normal dude. I know, and he's just eating up screen. Especially the whole story about her trying to find. The right manager, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Manager shuts the hell up and gets behind her, maybe. I know. I know. Anyway, so uh, Mark Sterling's really putting over Kira Hogan. Uh, she's had a couple matches on Dark or, or Elevation. Says those performances <laughs> has earned her a match against Jade this Friday at Rampage. That's really awesome to see Kira Hogan. You know, she just left Impact a little bit ago, uh, making her way onto uh, AEW programming. That's fantastic. I think it's great. I think that she, I don't want her taking all, taking all these L's because I think she's terrific. She is really good. Uh, but you know, you got to start somewhere, I guess. That's how they do it in AEW sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of curious. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, after that, we got a super elite interview where they're all hyped because they're going to Hawaii. And then Tony breaks the news that there's going to be an eliminator tournament for tag teams to determine a number one contender. And then they're going to fight, I believe, an all out uh, in a steel cage yes. against the Young Bucks, whoever the number one contender is. Yeah. So who's your early pick Lucha Brothers. for the number one contender? It should be the Lucha Brothers, shouldn't it? Should it should be the Lucha Brothers, yeah. Great with that. Because they just I beat wonder... Jurassic Express. They're in this tournament. 
They've beaten mm-hmm. var- I mean, they've beaten everybody. Mm-hmm. Probably not gonna be varsity blondes. Pack was selling them as you know, hey, you guys, yeah. you Nintendo, you should be tag team champions. Yes. Their their boss pack is really behind them. Yes, uh, it was funny uh, at the end of this bit where they all storm off except for Cutler, and Cutler just yeah. says, "Well, can I still go to Hawaii?" He wants to go to Hawaii, man. I mean, who would? Uh, let me yeah, get a, ta- lovely. a really awkward Taz uh, thing, Team Taz thing. So he introduces himself like we don't know who Taz is. He introduces <laughs> Hook. We all know him. We all know him, and then he introduces the new for the world champion, Ricky Starks. Yeah. Uh, so Starks walks out on stage. And then he's like, yeah, Brian Cage and I keep missing each other. So I, you know, I'll invite you out so we can talk this out man to man. And, and we cut backstage and Hobbs has laid out Cage, goes to get him up, and the Cage just starts hitting Hobbs. And Starks is like, ah, <laughs> ah, and just runs away. And then Hobbs and Taz get out of the ring. And Hobbs just kind of, or, sorry, not Hobbs, Hook. Hook and Taz get out of the ring. And Hook just kind of <laughs> saunters back. No urgency whatsoever. Team Taz is still the most hapless. It bums me out because number one, number one, Hobbs is criminally underused. Yes. Criminally. Yes. His overalls were amazing. Yes. They were all airbrushed. Um Brian Cage is really he's a he's a good wrestler. I think he's a better Thanos than he is a, a, a Brian Cage. Um You know but, what Brian uh, Cage would at least right now would do really well? A tag mm-hmm. team. Put him in a tag team. With who would you put him in there? I don't know. Imagine a tag team of him and Lance Archer. Holy shit. They'd kill everybody. That's great. And then you have, like, Archer's a good talker. You got Jake there. Mm -hmm. Just put Brian Cage in the ring and let him, him, like, do all his cool moves. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I don't know, man. This Team Taz stuff, like, it's like, okay, guys, listen. You've got three and a half minutes. What do you got for me? Hey, that's not even enough to to intro hook. <laughs> He's gonna say the test has uh, ninety seconds to introduce everybody. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Like this is this team test. It's so weird, isn't it? Like they're just, they're still feuding with this guy. There's like four of them, and they're still feuding with this one guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a mess. It is a mess. It is. It and is. A mess. After that, we had Death Triangle. Uh, Pack uh, says, uh, "Hey, Andrade, all out is perfecto." He says, "What better place than where I obliterated Kenny Omega on two weeks' notice?" I think there's a little bit of shade in that. Andrade couldn't beat Kenny Omega this past week, and he did it on two weeks' notice. Of course, yes. uh, a couple of years ago. So Andrade just interrupts the interview and uh, says, "If you want this match, you need to agree to my condition." And it's like a phone book sized contract writer where like he's going to have just a ten- So what is in this cut, this, this writer of his man. So like Led Zeppelin back in the day, they had the M&Ms that were all just the green ones. Well, It was, it was Van Halen. They had certain things separate, but, I, but I, I read somewhere that the reason they did that is to make sure people actually read the contract. Yeah. So yeah. They absolutely. Went to the dressing yeah. room and the M&Ms were all together. They do the, their contract hadn't been read. So who was it at that? Was it E3 we went to? And uh, there was, oh, was it Lil John who had like a bunch of bottles of Hennessy like behind his table? Do you remember that? You know, that sounds familiar, right? Uh, I remember Little John. Who was it? I don't remember. Who, was it on the it was, show floor? Yeah. And they had he was there at like a booth or something helping to advertise some oh, product. It was T Pain. It was T Pain. That's right. It was T Pain. And we looked at that. We're like, oh look, that must be in his writer right there. To make sure people are paying attention. Mm-hmm. Uh so what's in Andrade's writer? Uh Char- well, I mean Charlotte, right? Charlotte and Flair, Ric mm-hmm. Flair have to be there. Ric Flair's and Ric Flair can't take a train this time. No. Well, according no to him, trains. he doesn't take he doesn't take trains. Well, not anymore. He well, the way caught. he put it, the way he put it, he didn't. Never. Yeah, but you know, what is he going to say? That was me? Come on now. Woo! Style and profile. Yeah. Eating butthole on a train. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after that, we had Penelope Ford versus Thunder Rosa. Uh, this is a fun match. Uh, Thunder Rosa uh, got the win. Penelope Ford's been using the Moodle Lock. That's what commentary said. Um, mm-hmm. And so she tried for it twice. 
Thunder Rosa actually pretty easily escaped it both times. The second time, yeah, right. She reversed yeah. that into like a, a part deathlock, part sleeper type submission of her own, and Ford <laughs> taps out. Right. Yeah, after that, uh, we had uh, <laughs> the most dejected looking Hart Anderson. It's like after Malachi Black annihilated his head. I know. It's like he went home that night after 15 years clean and sober. <laughs> Open up the bottle. Pour down the old gullet. Oh, man. He looked wrecked tonight. He looked wrecked. And uh, Brock Anderson, who's either 22 or 52 years old, is next to him. Uh, Arn is just completely dejected. And then he says that on Dynamite in like a week or two or Rampage or something coming up soon, uh, uh, the baby Arn is going to have a match against Malachi Black. And Arn immediately is like, look, dude, Brock, this is he's going to hurt you, man. This is not going to be good. And Brock's like, well, Dad. I got to do it. I'm not, with all due respect, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. And then he just sort of saunters off. Yeah, he just leaves. He's got like the, he's got like a shirt that's like too big. The AEW shirt's kind of too big for him and faded. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he borrowed dad's shirt. <laughs> it really was. It's like, oh, damn it, dad, man. I forgot to bring my AEW shirt. Can I borrow yours? Uh, here's all mine. Right. This is the last time. Will Terminator says, why does Brock sound like Hank Hill? Damn it, Dad. I got to go fight this Malachi Black. Propane, and then go propane sell accessories. some propane and propane accessories. All right, I stepped away for a minute. What is this Miro promo? And I'm really kicking myself for stepping away and missing Miro because he's kind of my favorite. Number one, he does not forgive Fuego because he took something that he did not earn, the contract. Yeah. Number two, he wants to have a discussion with Eddie Kingston. Aww. I do not know what this discussion is about. But I imagine it's going to be followed by him kicking the shit out of Eddie Kingston and putting him in that great submission of his, the game over, game accolade, over. whatever it's called. Game yeah. over now. He still calls it the game over? Yeah. He doesn't call it like something else, like, uh, I don't know, the, uh, the burning redemption bush or something, lock like, or something like that? <laughs> the redemption lock. He's the redeemer. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good. You know, I was thinking like biblical, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Like I said, the burning bush. Isn't that something out of the Bible? Yes. Yeah. That's what Moses what's the sees. story? What's the story of the bunny of the burning bush? Uh, I believe Moses sees it in Does the. He? Uh, yeah, that's all I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Moses, you could have made some shit up, and I'd be like, "Wow, no, that's you really know your Bible, legit. don't it's, you?" It's, it is Moses. <laughs> I've seen the Ten Commandments. Is that the? Somebody says he t- tells him to kill his kid. Is that is that right? Wow, I remember no? that part. I don't remember that part. I know there is a thing where somebody's supposed to kill his kid. That was uh, Job. Job. I think. Yeah, okay. All right. Abraham. Our Lopez yes, Ortiz is Abraham. Yeah, that's who it is. Sorry. Yeah. Abraham. Job. That is correct. God Bluth. That's who it is. Yes. Anyways, uh, this isn't uh, uh, biblical <laughs> talk. We're talking about pro wrestling here. Next. Oh, we are. John Moxley had an interview. It was like, hey, everybody wants a piece of AEW these days. It makes Boy. me wonder. What makes him think so easy? And then he looks at Kenny. He's got like an army around him, keeping that title around his waist. He goes on and talks crap about a bunch of people. says, don't get me started on Christian. Um, He says he's been the guy who carried the title on his back, carried this company through uncertain time. He was carrying the flag on Wednesday nights, and everybody wants a piece. He's like, hey, Daniel Garcia, you want to taste the main event? I'll give it to you. But before you get in front of the bright lights on United Center, ask yourself if that's what you really want. Ask yourself if that's really where you want to be on top in AEW. Dude's pissed. I wonder if it's because everybody else is coming in with like these favored nations clauses like they did back in WCW. Maybe. It's like, ah, I didn't get that. I just got a straight appearance deal. Oh, well, you should have. 200 bucks per episode of Dynamite. I know. They didn't pay me gas money. <laughs> uh, so then we had uh, the, the crowd singing Judas. Yeah, I I thought I number one. I hate this stuff. I, th- I think it's super cringy. That being said, objectively speaking, they did a killer job. It was pretty well. They done. did a you know, really good job. AEW tweeted out the the lyrics to the song a few a few days ago. Mm-hmm. So everybody had you know either that or you just go on on Google and you could Google the the Google. lyrics. Everybody's yeah. on their phone singing. They were able to do a good job of carrying the melody and more or less do it on tempo and all kind of the same time. How many shows we've been to where chant or seen on TV where chants break out and half this, the arenas 
Channing at one point, and the other half of Channing got a completely different part. Another no point, no idea. And what it's they're a mess. Doing, yeah. yeah, you know, it was it was it, it kind of built up. So by the time the pre-chorus started, everybody was more or less in unison. Right. Everybody else was singing along. Yeah. Um, you know, early on, a couple people started and picked up from there. It was pretty. It was pretty darn effective. It was pretty neat. I thought it was. I, yeah, I thought it was. They they definitely did it. Uh, and then we they had the match. Yes. Hats off for doing it. <laughs> Hats off. I didn't, man, because watching them with the music playing every week, they can't get that shit right. Uh, but no, I thought it was. I thought they did a good job. Uh, and then we had our match, Jericho versus MJF. We kind of talked about this a lot. Uh, you know, MJF was working over Jericho's busted elbow. Uh, Jericho tried all sorts of stuff. Lion salt. The walls, Jericho, Lion mm-hmm. Tamer, a lot of stuff, uh, and then uh, and then yeah, I don't know why my nose just cut off here. That's weird. I thought I had full stop notes. watching. Uh, so yeah, as we <laughs> just stop watching. Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, uh, Jericho. At one point, MJF gets the ring, and uh, the ref takes the ring and says, "No, you can't use ring." Meanwhile, Jericho grabs Floyd, hits MJF with Floyd, then goes for Judas effect, and it's like, "Ooh, wait, no, can't do that." MJF hits his own Judas effect, and then a couple moments later, he has him in, uh, I think it was Salt of the Earth, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, crank that thing, and right as JR saying, I, I don't know, last time I saw the Chris Jericho tap out, he starts tapping out. He's like, oh, my, oh, my God, holy shit, what they is did, that? They didn't look that moment pretty well where they did. Uh, MJF puts him in the, the Fujiwara arm bar, and Jericho yeah. tries to roll him on his back to get the, the pin that way. MJF rolls him back. Jericho back on his stomach and really starts cranking that arm back. And he, Jericho sold the moment pretty well. It wasn't like he tapped out immediately. He tried to, yeah. to refrain, uh, couldn't. He tapped. MJF wins. I did like that MJF did the Jericho's camera bit early on mm-hmm. where yeah. he was yeah, panning was around the crowd, flipping him off, and pans over to Jericho. And Jericho's standing there and pops, a, pops the camera, which knocks the, you know, the eyepiece into MJF's face. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Uh, I know we've got an active live chat here. We've got like 400 people with us. Um, and I've got a thread here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Of yes. course, tomorrow we're going to be doing for our patrons and our YouTube channel members and our Twitch subs. We're going to be doing the numbers. Don't lie on Kevin Nash, uh, also known as diesel. Yeah. Uh, also known as Chet Lemon. Correct. Uh, we're going to be doing the uh, is it going Blaster, in math? What was his Master Blaster name? Oh, Steel? Steel? No, Steel was the other one. I think Steel was the other one. I'll look. Go ahead. Go ahead and find All the right. question. JTV says, if your gear was lost, what would you wear to the ring? I'd see if I get Arn Anderson's... Oh, nice. Good job, me. I would see if I can get Arn Anderson's old faded AEW shirt. That's good. Apparently, Penelope Ford's luggage got lost. <gasps> okay. All right. There well, you just, go. Just a context uh, dang, dang MQ brings up uh, Fightful Select. His report. This was earlier in the day. Uh, reporting that Impact assigned Zicky Dice to be in the Impact Zone. So congratulations, yes. Zicky Dice. That's so cool, man. That is very cool. That's very Twitch cool. friends with uh, Zicky Dice. Yes. we got to have him here on the show. For sure, for sure. Uh, Maggie gets in a sub to I'm Z Greatest. Thank you so much, Maggie. Thank uh, you, Maggie. Let me scroll down and find some questions here. Uh, uh, Rich asks, what would it take for Jericho to accept a WWE Hall of Fame invite, and would he accept uh, Lejeune also says here in the replies, he would definitely accept the way he talked during the Stone Cold podcast. He'd be down. Yeah, Jericho yeah, totally. is his own forbidden door. Totally. He would he would do it while still under contract with AEW. I think Tony Khan would probably oh, let him do yeah, it. Tony Khan would totally allow it. And and he'd do it, and I think there'd be uh, no hard feelings. I don't know. The big question, of course, is would Vince do it, but, you know. I mean, I was shocked that he was on Broken Skull Sessions while under Same. contract yeah. with AEW. So. Same. Uh, nothing clever says I would love it if Jericho brings out his old friend CM Punk on Friday to give MJF a beatdown. What if like every they work Punk into every segment? Every segment, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I like it. Uh, that'd probably not be effective. Uh, let's see here. What are uh, David Matushek? What are QT's plugs chances of ever making Dynamite again after his match with Paul White at All Out? I think that Cody is on the phone. He's like, hey. Cody Island gets a spot every week. 
Camarado needs to change that outfit, by the way. Yeah. It's so distracting. It is. Looks like a bunch of, I don't know. It's like he's got a bunch I mean, of belts. But like yeah, belts basically what it's like up. a bunch of... <laughs> Not championship belts. Belts that help right. keep your pants up. Yeah, wrong kind of belts. You don't want to be you here You want the championship belts. belts, not belts to keep pants up. You want the, you want the championship. When you're out there as a wrestler. Uh, oh, I missed this earlier. Uh, the Bald Monkeys with the raid. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bald Monkeys. Go follow Bald Monkeys on Twitch. That's really nice of you. Uh, let's see here. Lejeune also asks, will AEW ever move past these multi-man melees during the show? We had two tonight, the tag match, and the Christian one. Is this something that ends... As Omega and the elites start dropping titles. Now, I think AEW likes their factions. And when you have factions, you're going to have multi-man melees. I like them. It's one of the things from uh, something that I miss from WCW because they used to do that all the time. I love factions. I love the chaos. I think it's great. So, uh, uh, yeah, I I imagine it's probably not going anywhere anytime soon. But good question. Uh, Someone by the name of Bheart69 here in chat said, I would have never tapped. Don't know what Chris was thinking. Who could oh, that be? Brett, Brett, get out of here, Brett. Come on. We all know who that is. That's not me. I it wouldn't. I know. Nah, I mean, what does I Brett do it in our, in our Twitch chat? That doesn't make any sense. This guy's just everywhere, man. It's everywhere. Uh, ooh, here we go. Pop Punk Bob Ross says, what's your favorite AW shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees? You know, Punk is going to set a new record with that, right? Oh, yeah. He's going to destroy probably Sting's. Yeah. record or whoever has the record now i think so far that first malachi black shirt was probably my favorite it was a pretty good design um yeah that is it, it doesn't because it didn't look like a wrestling shirt yeah just yeah. looked like a cool shirt yeah. yeah uh lou nyc thinking about the five labors of jericho instead of the fourth being wardlow it definitely should have been jeff cobb as a callback to when jericho brought cobb in for mox right that'd have been cool oh that's a cool i wonder if many people remember that, that was a thing though um, but yeah, that, that, that'd have been really cool. I mean, they could have just showed footage of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh Jorge go- D we all know about Cody Island tonight. Taz established team Taz Island since they have not feuded with anyone outside of team Taz in a while. Who in AEW is next to get their own Island or will Taz and Cody Island unite to make a super Island? Oh, wow. Taz and Cody Island is one Island. It's like, a, you know, when the continents merged and demerged, maybe they'll have elite it's islands. Once they start to fall apart, oh. they start feuding with each other. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's good. Elite young Bucks, island, young bucks versus good brothers match. Finally, yeah, big ass island. Uh, Steve Klein, this is a great question. What's one move you would like to see done off the top rope that you have never seen? Package pile driver. I wonder if that's never been done. I haven't seen it, but I, don't, I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see so standing on the top rope somehow. Yeah, package pile driver. Yeah. No, listen. Oh. You you did yours. Standing on the top rope somehow, getting somebody up in for a last ride. Because I'm just thinking oh, of yeah. like the highest thing you could possibly do. Because when you do a last ride, you go far up there. Didn't uh, someone gave Kenny? a top rope razor's edge on the day one of those long beach shows in the tournament. Ooh, oh man, that's rough. I felt like that put me down for good. Yeah. Same. That's horrifying. The razor's edge. That's gotta be, that's up there with the Alabama slam in terms of moves that I would never take. Look, I will, let's be honest. I would never take any wrestling moves because I'm soft, but same in terms of like moves that I look at and I'm like, Oh, you couldn't pay me enough money to take that. Razor's Edge is definitely up there because that's you have to like have so much faith and it's like a trust fall thing and you just fall to the mat. Yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah, uh, Zoe Canrana doesn't Jericho kind of look dumb for forgetting he couldn't use Judas Effect? I mean, he had a week. He mentioned he couldn't use it earlier in the show. He doesn't know how to use the Code Breaker. How do you forget when you're in the heat of action? Muscle memory. It's muscle memory exactly. It's muscle memory. Uh, sorry, I'm uh, church asks, uh, Jericho's jacket was boss tonight. What is your favorite one time entrance attire? Did Okada use the dinosaur more than once? That's a good question. Cause I would say the dinosaur for Okada. I know it's not a tire, but it's part of his presentation. Yeah. So I guess it was, uh, yeah. Michael Elgin and Kenny. It was that match. Mm, okay. All right. First round of the, uh, us title tournament. I believe, if I remember correctly. My memory is garbage now, so who knows? Sorry, what was the question? 
A one-time attire? Yeah, one-time entrance attire. I'm sure there's a WrestleMania attire that someone just wore once that I'm forgetting about. Yeah. Uh, while you're at it, Moses Opposes asks, who do you think takes the tag titles off the Young Bucks? I think it might be the Lucha Brothers. I hope it is the Lucha Bros. Same, same. They're Lucha great. Brothers, please. Por favor. Uh, Amazing Rick, is it time for MJF to challenge for a championship? Uh, I mean, he could, make, he could make the case. I don't know where he is in the standings. Let me take a look here. I want All to right. see him in the All standings. Right. I mean, yeah, you'd think that the case totally would have to be yeah. made. Yeah. Uh, Hip Hop Hippo, what's the worst SummerSlam idea you'd pop huge for? The worst SummerSlam idea? It's Sid somehow stealing the Money in the mm-hmm. Bank briefcase from Baron Corbin and cashing in a Roman Reigns and winning. That's a really bad idea, but I, I'd pop huge for that. So it's hard to top that one, to be honest with you. Um, okay, I'd pop for this. If WWE claimed that uh, they had some sort of uh, domain over the name CM Punk and they uh-huh. just made uh, Trey Baxter CM Punk. Okay. <laughs> There's like, no, this is him. It's like, what are you talking about? Get out of here with that. Uh, MJF for some reason is not in the top five. Oh, he hasn't had a whole lot of singles matches. Oh. That is true. Let me see a roster. Let's and he doesn't wrestle his, on, uh, on darker elevation. I don't think that's a good point. And pad them stats. Nope. MJF is his 2021 overall. And this is as of today. So it's probably not reflected. So I'll just say, uh, oh man. Yeah. Okay. 2021 overall. This doesn't even add up. He's got a 1-0 record in singles, a 3-1 record in tag teams. Oh, oh, because blood and guts and stuff. Okay, yeah, there's yeah, been yeah, a couple yeah. more multi-man matches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in singles action. He's only 1-0. Now he's probably 2-0. 2-0, yeah. We're in August so he'll be like 2-1. and one. So let's yeah. see who's in the actual rankings here. Um, okay, so in the rankings, you got like Hobbs is number five at 13 and two. He's tied with Jungle Boy at 13 and two. Uh, Orange Cassidy's at 13, one and one. Darby's at 16 and two. Jeez. And uh, Christian is at seven and oh. So, of course, when Christian loses, he'll fall off the rankings. I don't know who will end up being bumped up from the sixth spot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe Paige. Uh, Julio yeah. Contreras, with all the obvious references to Punk, has there been have there been any references to Daniel Bryan? And if not, how would he be referenced? What if there's like a ton of Daniel Bryan Easter eggs and we're not paying attention there's because we're all everywhere? <laughs> Just not right, seeing yeah, them. yeah, they're everywhere. Tonight they were like, you know, during the MJF match, like, oh, this is the final countdown for Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody caught it. Nobody yeah. caught it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fear and loathing. Who would you add to Team Taz to clean up the infighting and make them more legit? Lance Archer. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't really think of him as a conflict mediator, but uh, that's a good answer. I'm gonna go with you know. I'm gonna go with Thunder Rosa. She like runs her own promotion. I it's think true. she's a real it's true. You know. Uh. 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 uh she, I think she could be a good bonding agent. For that. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, tomorrow, join us for our NXT UK watch along uh, and, and more. And of course, tomorrow night, we're back in the Smash Zone here at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.